And in this segment, we are joined by our friend from the Hardline, Corby Davidson. Hi, Corby. Hello, gents. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you feeling, Georgie? I feel great. I've never felt better. (laughs) You got feel right now. You got you got some sleep. We left you at nine o'clock or whatever it was, and you got six hours. Half time. Yeah, seven hours. Mm-hmm. And we're all rich. Yeah, we, we went all... down to the old sports book. Oh, that's right. I heard about this. legal gambling, and mm-hmm. everybody won. Everybody bet on the Mavs last night. We right? all took the Mavs. We got eight points. I had a yeah. Stars Mavs parlay. Yeah, and he won that. Boom. He killed it. It's easy to bet on games. I think Bob had a parlay too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so good at it. Yeah. So yeah, we are. Uh... <laughs> We are rolling in it today. Oh, yeah. Fat stacks. Well, I invited Corby to join us for this segment in particular because we're going to talk about this hike that you tipped me off to. Back in December, you were out here with your family, Mm -hmm. and you texted me some pictures after this hike, and you said, really cool hike we did today right in the middle of Phoenix, Saddleback Mountain. And I responded, oh, that looks great. The pictures were awesome. And I said, I'm going to do that hike when we go out for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I did that hike on Tuesday, and it is one of the strangest, most difficult hikes that I've ever done. It was not anything that I was imagining. You start off, it's in this Saddleback Mountain Park. Camelback. Sorry, Camelback. Thank you. Camelback Mountain Park right in the middle of Phoenix. So it's surrounded by Scottsdale and the other suburbs in Phoenix. And you start the hike, and I'm thinking, I have a little bottle of water, and I'm thinking it's just a, a walk. And for the first five minutes, it is a walk. And then you get to what we like to call the section of death. Yeah. <laughs> and, and from that point on, the whole thing is only about a mile and a quarter to the top. It's way more of a climb. You are rock climbing almost the whole way up. And by the time I got to the top, I was like, that was unbelievably sketchy (laughs) incredibly sketchy and so my buddy who lives here in town he does it once a week he's a freak though he's an ultra marathoner okay this is him and his buddies this is their bit and they do it for a workout and they do the whole thing in like 50 minutes up and back wow and so they're basically as craig says it's a climb you are boulder climbing and they're running up it like little sprites, just ding, 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 I saw ding. a couple of those guys out there when I was doing it. it. Those guys are phenomenal athletes. It's it's insane. And the first thing he showed me on that hike was the uh, helicopter, the helipad, that is a, it's a big circle at the base of, of, the, of the hike because there are so many rescues up there. Oh, no. Because people break their bones, yeah. breaking wrists, breaking legs, because they don't know what they're in for. They're either not prepared for it from like a tactical standpoint, or they overestimate their own skill level. Yes, and they eat it, and it happens once a week. There's rescues up there. Did you I, look down when you were going up, like where the boulders were? And... So, I'll tell you this story. When I got to that first really tough section, and I just posted a picture of this on Twitter. I don't know that it does it justice, just how difficult it is to go up this section. It's about a 50-foot section, I would say, and it's pretty much straight up. Well, when I got to this section, there were a bunch of people that were using the handrail. They put a handrail in on the left side of this climb for people to get up. Well, when I saw this, 
and as I'm looking at it first glance, I thought, well, that doesn't look too bad. I think I can make it up without the handrail. So I started going up the right side on my own, and I'm, and I'm kind of moving fast up it. And then I get halfway up, and I realize I've gotten myself into a really bad spot. Oh, no. That I stopped, and I looked up to where I was about to climb, but it was really steep, and there was no real good place to put my foot. And I've got these worn-out hiking shoes that I'm wearing. <laughs> And I just froze, and I looked over, and the rail was too far over to my left, and I thought, this is not good. I'm in a really bad spot right now with slick shoes. There's no way I can go up, and I'm glad I stopped and calculated the risk-reward, and I thought, I mean, I guess I could put my foot there, and I could grab there, but if I slip... I'm falling back down at this point, probably 30 feet down these rocks, and that's not going to be good. No. So I just sat there and composed myself, and I got a, I had the thought for a brief moment that I'm going to have to be rescued. <laughs> <laughs> I really did think that, and I was so embarrassed. And then I thought, no, I can work my way back down and then over to the handrail. So I very very slowly and cautiously kind of tried to retrace my steps but while kind of sliding on my butt over to the handrail and i made it over there and i was like thank god that handrail looks pretty steep it's really steep and what i saw because i didn't know that handrail was for going up because i saw people coming back down using the handrail and that first section that you're talking about the first difficult section it was my we were with a Two people, three people actually. One was a friend of mine from St. Louis who, who was in, and he starts going up that difficult part. He stops about ten yards in and goes, "I'm out." We're like, "What?" He's like, "I'm, I'm I know when I'm have bitten off more than I can chew. I'm not doing this." Smart. Yeah. yeah. Know it your was. limits and yeah. right. Don't and get so, yourself in a bad spot. And so as these people are coming down on the handrail, and he's saying that, this lady goes, "Well, you ain't seen nothing yet." Because this isn't even close to the most difficult part of the hike. And I'm like, and my wife's with me. She goes, what? <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah, get ready. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so you make it up that section. You have to use the handrail to get up there. And you're you're so thankful for the handrail. Yeah. Then you get up, and then you wander a little bit further. And the views are starting to get really good. But the rest of the way is probably 90% climbing up boulders. Yeah. Boulders that are twice your size, mm-hmm. you know, half your size, all staggered everywhere. There's no, and I was really glad I was with a guy that did this on the regular because he kind of was You're guiding following me. him. Yeah, but I don't, it, there's no path. There's no like saying, no, nothing that says don't go here right. or don't go here. You can get yourself into a pickle. Yeah. Are you looking there. out for diamondback rattlesnakes and things like that? He said he'd never seen them there because there's too many people you mm-hmm. know they're trying to avoid that area but um yeah i'm sure if you got off the the trail just a little bit they're because they love hiding in rocks yes they're the, everywhere like corby said there's no trail they have signs every once in a while that say trail with an arrow this way but it's but just rocks nothing apparent that looks yeah. like a trail so there were a couple times near the top that i thought i was on the trail and i went like around what i thought looked like the easier path and i realized that i am on this super narrow little stretch of rocks with a 100-foot fall or 200-foot fall, and I'm like, no, this can't be the trail. And on the way down, 
a woman hurt her ankle and her her son was trying to help her down the mountain. Well, I went around the corner and and this guy is sitting there on at this trail junction and he says, "You didn't happen to see my wife and son up there?" I said, "Oh yeah, I think your wife hurt her ankle. It's not too bad, but they're just having to come down really slowly." And he goes, "Okay, thanks." And so I was distracted by talking to him. So I then went the wrong way going down and it was this smooth sheer steep rock and i start to go down it and i'm like god this is really this can't be the right way down and i peeked around the corner and i didn't see any other people down there and i said this isn't right and if i had gone another 10 feet i probably would have slipped and i wouldn't be here this morning it would have been over but you can there's so many spots on the mountain like that where you can get yourself in a real bind yeah it's it's crazy, and and you see people with their families, yes, <laughs> and kids that aren't equipped to do this, right? That they take them on, and and I'm like, what are you doing? Like six, seven, eight year old kids that they think, I guess, it's just a hike, right? And it is not. It is a climb of epic proportions, and once you get up to the top, and I remember getting up there, I'm like, God, these views are really, really cool. And my buddy goes, look, he goes, this was kind of the easy part. Going down is way more difficult. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, oh. <laughs> call a helicopter. It took me longer. <laughs> you call Harrison Ford. <laughs> it took me longer to go down than to go up. Which is crazy because the grade of going up, it's so incredibly steep. Um, Why don't they just install a zip line up there? We talked about that. <laughs> Make I was it like, easy to get down. I was like, how long would it take That'd if I just commission this right now to get the <laughs> zip line going? Uh, dude, it's uh, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. but You dude, wouldn't do it again? Um, I probably would, but I would do it with my friend again. You know? No, take me today. I no. Got, these are pretty nice dress shoes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Oh. So somebody emailed me because I told the story of uh, my adventure and someone told me that a couple of years ago they were up there and a guy fell Mm -mm. he was and that's another thing is people don't bring enough because it's phoenix they don't bring enough water up there and it's a i mean a workout workout can you imagine doing it in the summer no i cannot be awful i cannot and so this guy said he did it one morning in the summer when it's 90 degrees you know and there was a guy that was probably 50 or 60 years old that was standing on one of those boulders and was dehydrated and collapsed and fell down and my buddy or not my buddy the guy that emailed me was going up and he saw the guy face plant on a boulder oh my god yeah teeth shatter everywhere yeah and so then it's just you gotta you gotta get the rescue team up there right and again i don't know what a beating to get that phone call of oh god an echo canyon another one yes a guy face exploded out there yeah I mean, I don't know how those rescue people do it. I don't either. When I got home or back to the hotel, I was still kind of in shock about how difficult that was. And so I I searched Echo Canyon Trail deaths. And like one a year, they lose really? a per, about a person a year either from dehydration or a slip and a fall. And there were stories about how trying to make it safer. But it's like... The, the danger is a real deal out there, here. There's a plaque at the bottom with a guy that died. He was 21 years old, you know, super in shape, climbing guy, and he fell going down and, and died, and his Golly. parents put this big mural up for him. God. Yeah, it's weird. And you get back down to that portion you were talking about with the handrail. All I could think of, 
who installed this? <laughs> right. <laughs> the railing. Like, it's, I, I, how did they do that? They must have been clipped in, you know, like like climbers. Yeah. But they it had to have been had some kind of restraints or clip. I, I, it's amazing, and 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 then going down, you know, that portion that you went up, it's infinitely more difficult. Using that handrail, even going down, just so awkward. I did both forward, but that was I turned around like you're scaling down, but that was awkward too because you not, couldn't see where to put your feet. There's not enough warning, and 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 I read the signs down there telling you exactly what you're in for. Yeah, and I don't think I bet you. Fifty percent of the people have no idea. No idea, and they do have that sign where it's rated double diamond, most difficult. Yeah, but I think people just think it's a one mile hike. It's nothing. No, even the guy that at our at our hotel when I was asking him about it, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, this is a little more difficult one, um, but it's challenging. But I think you'll be okay. You know, I was like, okay, you could die, but I think you'll be okay. My right. wife almost killed me. Like she was so mad. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> And you said uh, you saw that J.J. Watt just did it? Yeah, J.J. Watt just did it. Yeah, like last week or something, right? Yeah, yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah, right before we got out here. Yeah, he did it, and same thing. He was just like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so may I'm looking for a more tame hike today. Probably smarter. Have you scouted any of those I out? mean, there's a million. I want to walk is what there, I want. There's a million of them that aren't anything like what you just did. It's, it is a notch in the belt to do that. But uh, you look back on it and you're like, that was stupid. Especially if you don't have the right shoes. I know. Which I didn't, I had. What are you supposed to wear? Well, like good hiking shoes. Good, mm-hmm. you know, gripped hiking shoes. I didn't have. With an ankle on them? Mine were old, you know. Yeah. Crappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I was carrying a bottle of water and I didn't have a fanny pack or a backpack or anything. I had a bottle of water in my phone. <laughs> and about, and once I got to this section, I was, I stuffed this. Water in my pocket, and I just had gym shorts on, so I didn't have anywhere to put this stuff. Oh, yet God. I was trying to climb with it in my hands and making it more dangerous. And at one point, I just shoved the bottle of water down my underwear because I was like, I need both my hands. Oh, that was the other thing that I noticed, especially coming down, how torn up my hands got because you need your hands on every move to balance yourself. Both hands. Every single inch that you're going down. You need both hands. You should wear boxing gloves. Well, I saw, in the beginning, I saw a guy with gloves on, and I thought, Loser. why does this guy need gloves for a hike? Way What's too he, much equipment there. He's, why are we showing so judgy? <laughs> he's showing off, and then halfway up, I'm like, man, that guy is smart. I wish I had gloves right now. Yeah. I had sex up there. Interesting. Okay. Some weird ending <laughs> to the... You're a part of the 1,300-foot high club. <laughs> I was real horny at the top. Oh, God. Did your wife find out? Uh-uh. No, she didn't know yet. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. 